Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM. 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's your host, John Bedell. Hey, everybody. Community exhale. Deep breath after that one. Dayton winner, 68-64 of the Duquesne Dukes. The Flyers uh, keep pace towards the top of the 8-10. They are just one game back out of first after this win here this afternoon. I'm John Bedell. My partner tonight is former Flyer Rex Gardecki. And you're you. We thank you for joining us here at Flanagan's after this win. Rex? That was a close one. Wow. <laughs> I left with about 12 minutes to go, and I'm thinking there's no way they're going to win this game. And by the time I got here, they get it down to six, down to four, then take the lead. And this, this team is just resilient. There's nothing more can be said about them. They, don't, they really don't quit. They play hard. They're competitive. And, they, you know, they've been through the war now. So uh, it's, just, it's, it's a good win because I look at Duquesne when, you know, their next few games – they go. They got St. Bonnie at home at Fordham at LaSalle. So there's probably three straight wins where we've got to go to St. Louis and then uh, VCU and Davidson. So it's it's a big win against a team like this. Yeah, you mentioned them uh, having a fight back and, and not even Rex at, at some points looking like this one was in doubt. The Flyers trailed by as much as 14 in this game. That was in the first half. They cut the deficit to eight at the break, and they were down by as much as 12 in the second half, and they come storming back. Uh, Rex to win 68-64 over a well-coached and feisty uh, Duquesne Dukes team that I think has surprised a lot of people, including me, uh, this year in the A-10. Well, and then, you know, you look at our shooting percentage in the first half. Our two guards, Jordan Davis and Jalen Go, 2 of 10. So, you know, and they're, they're picking up Jalen almost full court, and everybody's doing that now to try to get the ball out of his hands. So with those, those kind of stats, and we weren't shooting the free throws, very well so it's really we could have been down a lot more and when they got to 14 I thought you know Katie bar the door they could break this game wide open but but they didn't the kids fought back and uh we live another day yep you can tweet us you can jump in my mentions at jbedlwhio and may read your tweet on the air you can take advantage of the Bud Light mic uh here at Flanagan's or you can call us up at 457-1290 to the tweeter machine t-man says oh he's hot Rex he did not like me saying Obi uh I don't care whether he starts or not. To use your rationale, LeBron James and Michael Jordan should have come off the bench. Ridiculous! Exclamation point. Hashtag flyer feedback. Well, T-Man, we have our share of hot takes that fly around this show. I thought I'd give you one, but I say ridiculous back. The kid's playing starters minutes. He's a tremendous boost off the bench. You know, let the game flow for a little bit before you throw him in. I don't really care. I don't get worked up over whether or not. He's starting. You look at some of the old Boston Celtics teams, guys coming off the bench. It didn't seem to bother those guys. And and I really believe this when I say this, John. It doesn't matter to Obi. Yeah, maybe you know, you know, maybe if he gets a few extra minutes. But he's probably he probably played thirty two or thirty three minutes today. So uh, you know, and and we're a little thin at the, the five position. So if Obi does start, and let's say Josh gets in foul trouble the first three or four minutes, then all of a sudden then we're really in the situation. So yeah. it's it's almost like an insurance policy to have. Have Obi back there, yeah. and he's it. He's in there at the end of the game when it needs to be. And his, shoot, his free throw shooting has been really well, and it's he's going to be fine. I don't worry about that. Yeah. If, if you want to get worked up about it, I'm not. I'm not telling you not to, but it is of no concern of mine whether he's starting or 
coming in less yeah. than four minutes into the game, Rex. But and I was going to say, John, I want to reminisce just a little bit, and I won't keep this yes. long. Uh, one of our former players, uh, Denny Papp, who played in the early 60s with Hank Finkel in that group, uh, was just informed this week that he had passed away in California. So our prayers and thoughts go out to uh, Denny's yes. family. The last time he was in, he came in with Hank Finkel for a uh, fair one we had for Coach Donaher and. He was just overjoyed to see so many former players there. So, yeah. like I said, our prayers go to state. Yeah, absolutely. And as you mentioned, a guy that a lot of uh, a lot of Flyer fans out there in Radio Land and, and anywhere certainly uh, certainly do know Rex uh, from his career with Dayton. Uh, also on Twitter, uh, Rex Rudy wants to know uh, what went wrong with Josh today. He asked same with Trey. Time for Cohill slash Obi to get starter minutes. I think Obi's already there. Cohill might not be, but. Yeah, I think it was what we were saying earlier. Josh just gets doubled every time, and it's hard for him to just get in the flow of it. And he's not going to get probably 18 to 20 shots a game. Uh, so he's just going to have to fight through this. Yeah, maybe Obi, Obi, you know, if they do start him, then you can open different things inside. But Josh is going to be fine. It's just a tough situation right now. He's, you know, he's, he's seeing that double every time. I mean, as soon as the ball goes there, it's like a, a swarm of bees. Everybody is in on him. So, you know, he's, he's learning to make the pass and kicking the ball out and getting the extra shots. So, and Cole Hill, he, he's, he's too good for us to come off the defensively. Yeah. Well, Dayton winner tonight, 68-64 over the Duquesne Dukes. The Flyers improved to 15-7 and overall, 7-2 and in the A-10. They're now a game out of first. John Bedell, former Flyer Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback. He continues live from Flanagan's Pub on the other side, right here on the home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 430. I'm John Tisdell with a WHIO News update or top story. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam says he will not resign after a racist photo in his medical yearbook 30 years ago was discovered. We've had a taste of spring, but how long is that going to be lasting? I'm meteorologist Jesse Magger. Exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now WHIO triple team traffic. Got a report of a uh, broken down vehicle. It's on the, in the area of southbound 75 at Edwin C. Moses Boulevard. Didn't see uh, in the in the vicinity of the area on the freeway. Traffic moving pretty well if you're traveling southbound 75 on the freeways. That five-mile trip to U.S. 35 will take about five minutes. Got a report of a water main break. It's on uh, 1 Wyoming Street. Also, Harrison Township crews on scene of a crash. It's on Needmore Road over I-75. Our top story, we continue to follow developing news out of Virginia. Democratic Governor Ralph Northam says he will remain in office despite widespread calls for him to resign after a racist photo surfaced in his yearbook page from more than 30 years ago. When I was confronted with the images yesterday, I was appalled that they appeared on my page. But I believe then and now that I am not either of the people in that photo. Leaders in both parties have repeatedly urged Northern to resign, saying he's lost the public's trust. We now know the name of the man who Miamisburg police believe shot his girlfriend and her son before killing himself. According to the Montgomery County Coroner's Office, the man has been identified as 33-year-old Giovanni McClendon Jr. of Miamisburg. It is tragic for their family. It is tragic for the first responders. It is tragic for the residents of the apartment complex. Last we checked, the 27-year-old woman is in critical condition. Her 5-year-old son died in that shooting. 
With the weather patterns changing throughout the Miami Valley, the water mains have definitely been taken to pounding. Montgomery County crews tell us at least 10 breaks have occurred over the last several weeks, including one that shut down Dayton Xenia Road Friday afternoon. So far, no one's service has been disrupted and no boil advisories have been issued. WHIS Jonah Audi says crews say it's not the extreme cold, but the change in temperatures that leads to the breaks. And in a game you heard right here on the home of the Flyers. Carey across midcourt. Carey pulls up a three is no good. Re Rebound, run down by Williams. Williams, pump fake of three. He throws it out to Weathers. Weathers throws it away. Jordan Davis with the steal. Dayton's going to win this game. Larry Hanskin, Bucky Bachhorn with the calls. The Dayton Flyers come back down from behind 14 points in the first half to beat the Duquesne dude 68-64. to Freshman Obi Toppin led the Flyers with a career-high 26 points. Dayton improves to 15-7 and overall, 7-2 and in the Atlantic 10. Their next game is Tuesday night at St. Louis. Tip-off is at 9 right here on the home of the Flyers. Now with the most accurate, dependable forecast, your Storm Center 7 meteorologist, Jesse Mack. We could still see fog hanging around into the afternoon hours. High temperature 42 degrees today, looking for some sunshine later in the afternoon. Another foggy night expected tonight with low temperatures dropping to 32. On Sunday, fog in the morning, then sunshine in the afternoon and a high temperature up to 50 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar is clear, but it is overcast across uh, the Miami Valley. Currently, we've got 32 degrees in Urbana, 37 degrees in Springfield, and 37 degrees in Dayton at 434. I'm John Tisdell, WHIO Continuing News. Attention light beer drinkers, a message from Bud Light. You've gone far too long without knowing what ingredients are in your beer. And that's a shame, because beer is pretty great especially when it's made with great stuff. And Bud Light is made with the best stuff around, which is why, beginning in February, Bud Light is putting an ingredients label on our packaging because it's the right thing to do. And because you deserve to know your beer's ingredients. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer ABC in Lewis, Missouri. The Miami Valley's Ultimate Home Expo is back February 8th through the 18th at the Dayton Mall. Get inspired with beautiful bath and kitchen showcases and ideas for your dream backyard. Visit our Monarch Market where you'll learn painting and staining techniques. Shop essential oils for the home. Get farmhouse inspiration and unique lighting ideas with upcycled antiques. The biggest home improvement event in the region is happening at the Dayton Mall with free admission and free parking. Begin making your house your dream home when you come to the Ultimate Home Expo. We've got flyer fever. How about you? Code is proud of its Gem City roots and proud to support our hometown UD Flyers. Win a pair of tickets and a parking pass to the February 16th game. Enter to win any of the three code branches. And while you're there, check out our low rate code visa credit cards with cash back and no balance transfer fee. Come in, register to win, and catch flyer fever. We are proud to be the downtown Dayton Credit Union. Member NC. UA. No purchase necessary to enter. Hi, this is Barry Williams, Greg from the Brady Bunch. What if you took classic TV's greatest stars from the shows we grew up with, including Don Wells, Jimmy Walker, Jerry Mathers as the Beaver, plus tons more, add you, and we all set sail on the high seas. The cruise sets sail November 8th through the 14th for the Western Caribbean on Celebrity Cruise Lines. You'll come home with bragging rights, the pictures to prove it, and memories to last a lifetime. Book your cabin now at ClassicTVStarsCruise.com. That's Classic TV Star cruise.com hello brooklyn the atlantic 10 men's basketball championship returns to the bright lights of barclays center join your team for five days of tournament madness march 13th through 17th at the iconic brooklyn arena 
Purchase tickets now at the ticket office of your favorite A10 institution at Barclays Center box office, barclayscenter.com, ticketmaster.com, or by calling Ticketmaster at 800-745-3000. Come to Brooklyn and cheer your team to a title in the NCAA tournament. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub this afternoon. I'm John Bedell. My partner tonight is former Flyer, and he's still great, Rex Gardecki. And you are also joining us for Flyer feedback, feedback, and we thank you for that. Dayton and winner this afternoon, 68-64. They get to 15-7 and overall and 7-2 and in A-10 play to stay one game out of first as of right now. So a few ways for you to join us on the show. You can tweet me at jbedlwhio, jump in my mentions as the kids say these days, and I may read your tweet on the air. Or you can call us up at 457-1290, or you can join us at the Bud Light Mike, Leslie from Ideal Travel. Hi, John. Hi, Rex. Very exciting win today against Duquesne. And just a reminder to fans, I still have space available for you to see your Flyers take on Duquesne in Pittsburgh the weekend of March the 9th. $249 a person based on double occupancy. Get your motor coach transportation. One night stay in the Doubletree Downtown Hotel. Breakfast the next morning and your game ticket. It's going to be a great time for us to see our second win against the Dukes this season. Also, because I won't talk to you before uh, our deadline on this, Atlantic 10 Tournament, your chances to sign up for that are coming to a close rapidly. So for those two trips, be sure to give me a call at 223-7447 or shoot me an email at flyerfans, that's flyerfans, plural, at sbcglobal.net. Go Flyers. Thank you, Leslie. Go Flyers. And also, go America. Hat tip, Adam. Hey, also, this week we've been here during the pre- and post-game shows at Flanagan's for the Bud Light pre-game show and Flyer Feedback, so Tuesday and also this afternoon. So this is your last chance. We're registering people uh, here at Flanagan's. Uh, Flanagan's, come see our street team up here on the front stage. Uh, they got some chances to win some WHI radio swag. They've also got uh, a chance to register to win to see tickets to see the King and I at the Schuster Center February 12th through the 17th. That's courtesy of the Victoria Theater Association. Back to the Bud Light, Mike, Bob, and Dayton. Yeah, you know, I, I wonder if we're going to be looking back at this game uh, in the future and thinking, wow, uh, this was actually probably the big, one of the biggest games in the season because of what happened here against uh, uh, George Mason where we let one get away and coupled with the fact that our first half offensively is about as bad as I think I've ever seen a UD team play at home. But, uh, you know, the adjustments made over uh, after the first half uh, particularly as we got down to around the 10-minute mark, uh, that basically saved the game for the Flyers, and who knows, maybe it's uh, going to propel them in, uh, momentum going into St. Louis. Yeah, this is this was a game that we keep on saying, you know, must-wins, must-wins early in the season, but it was. I, I, I thoroughly agree with you. It was a game that we, that we lost. It puts us two games out of first place, so uh, it was a good game. And going small and making the adjustments that Anthony made at halftime, and the kids, you know, just bouncing back and starting to make shots and doing the things they're used to. When you go two, two for ten for your guards in the first half, you're not going to play very well. But with Obi in there blocking shots and doing things, it was it was a great second half. The last ten minutes were as good as, good as they played this year, I think. Well, and I know uh, they named Obi Toppin as the player of the game, but I have to believe honorable mention had to go to Jalen Crutcher, particularly since we were O for the world in the first half, and he hit some really critical threes going down the stretch. 
yeah, he's 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 a, a good good player, and uh, just you know when he went down, I thought, oh my gosh, what's going to happen here? It's going to force some other guys to play, but he bounced back and made the shots. Yeah. Rex, if you were a coach, uh, what would no, you don't tell? Don't put me in some of these. Things. Well, but okay, but getting off the stage. What would you tell this team going into the St. Louis game? Because let's face it, we haven't had a great success historically over in uh, uh, that arena. But uh, on the other hand, uh, this team has surprised us on the road this year. What do you think? I think this team matches up with St. Louis fine. St. Louis doesn't have the real gigantic big man inside. They're very athletic, very physical. But I, th- I think they don't have the players that can guard Obi inside. I don't think they can guard Josh inside. It's a game where we've got to get off to a good start. You know, you can't go on the road and get down eight or ten points and the momentum s- switches. Uh, St. Louis is very vulnerable. They lost uh, to Davidson a week ago, missing two free throws with less than a second to go. Yeah. So their minds, they're they're a little bit thinking about the game too. So, But I think it's a game that they've got to get off to a good start. Oh, absolutely. They can't get behind. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, at least today was a good start going in. See you guys later. Till then, go fire. Yeah, thanks, Bob. You know what I would tell the team too? Going into St. Louis Rex, you don't lose the Arch Baron Cup. That's the two <laughs> rules of Dayton Flyers basketball. Don't give up the ship and don't lose the Arch Baron Cup. That's the stuff of legends. Yes, I agree, John. Don't lose that. Hey, back to the Bud Light Mike, Jeff, and Dayton. More importantly, don't lose to Fordham. Don't ever do that because just ask the Richmond Rams. People don't forget that. I was, I, I was a little concerned about today's game just because Fordham is a team that's athletic and they got quick guards. They like to get up and down the floor. You know, they're... I think they were leading the league in scoring coming in mm-hmm. today, you know. So we don't always do so well against teams like that, and I think that's really what was the challenge with uh, Josh today um, in comparison to Obi, where Obi get, get, get up, gets up and down the floor, a quick jumper, you know, uh, got the real springs where Josh doesn't do so well against teams that are, you know, more you know athletic and running up and down. He wants to get it in the bound, pound it in there, grind it out. And uh, I think that made it tough for him to get shots, just having having a leaper guarding him. That uh, well, they're they're you know, leading the eight, they're leading the A10 in block shots coming to this game. So you look at their big guys; they're very athletic. We couldn't get to the rim in the first eight minutes of the game. Everything that we did it was being blocked or thrown back. So they're a very athletic team. Very, yeah, very much. And, and Josh just doesn't have that elevation. You know, he can step out and hit that short jump shot, and I would have liked to see him do that a little bit today, but. Uh, you know, overall, hey, we stuck it together when right. we were really looking bad today. So that's right. that's a good uh, good confidence booster. Yeah, it was. And, and as you mentioned earlier, Rex, I think in the Bud Light postgame show, just good to see them tough it out. I think Anthony Grant, the way he phrased it was, I yeah. thought we grew up a little bit today. Yes. Uh, to to have them fight back right and win top. this game. And um, lost my train of thought. To have them come back and win this game. And just, as you mentioned, dropping that game to George Mason, you got to hold serve the rest of the I way. If you're great. Like Anthony mentioned, if you're talking about and the, the talk in that locker room is still, hey, A-10 title. Right. If you want to do that now, Rex, you must hold serve at home the rest there's of the no, way. There's no doubt. You, it's, it's almost impossible to do it when you lose a game. And, and especially in the college athletes now, with you know we're getting down to the last grind of the season. It's just the next game. It's the next game. You can't, you can't look forward to St. Louis when you're getting ready for uh, Duquesne. Anthony, a little bit of practice, got on the kids, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, you know, focusing, getting ready for this game. I know it's hard to look, look ahead. But everybody's so competitive today, and the, and the players are so good. So you've got to be ready from the start. Yeah. Back to the Bud Light, Mike. One of the ways you can join us here on the show. Tom and Dayton is here with us at Flanagan's. G- gentlemen, Rex and John, uh, I think Obi's figuring out how his length can uh, uh, affect a game, impact a game. 
because he had a number of deflections. Uh, he, you know, took the ball away from a couple people just based on uh, how long he is. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, it's been a long time since we've had a guy that could do stuff like that. Since what, and, Big and, Steve, and, probably. And may, if maybe ever. Yep. And, and then the other, the other thing was, I think on that one play, Crutcher was so surprised that he went through there without getting nailed that, uh, uh, you know, no one touched him, and he missed the layup. So, you know, uh, nine times out of ten, he'll put that in. Well, when you're getting shots blocked, it's in the back of your mind. You always think about that. I remember playing UCLA and uh, going in for a layup one time, and they had Sidney Wicks and Curtis Rowe. You know, they threw it out of there and said, don't come in there, son. Don't do this anymore. So <laughs> it does. It's always in the back of your mind when you think of that. Thanks, guys. Thank hey, you. Thank you, Tom. We appreciate it. You had a great atmosphere today. Uh, well, first to Tom's point, we were talking about how Obi, um, he's learning to play with some of the length he's got Rex. He's also learning to play for the first time in his life with the height and weight he's got. Right. And the NBA body he's growing into, Rex, he's never played with the body he's in yeah. now. And I think that's where Anthony Grant's NBA experience comes into play because Anthony has coached guys that have physiques mm-hmm. like him. You know, Larry and I were talking a couple days in the newsroom, and, you know, when you look at Steve, it was like that coaching staff kind of had to figure out how to work with Big Steve right. because none of those guys, Rex, and it wasn't anything against any of them, they just never seen no. somebody physically like that and never had never coached somebody like that. Whereas yeah. Anthony... And that's, that's, that's partly oh, one of the areas where his NBA expertise and experience comes into play, Rex, is helping a kid like Obi grow into his NBA Great. physique. And I think, too, John, and people for, forget that, as I think as a sophomore, Obi was only like 6'2", and I think that's helped him now because he, is, he handles the ball well. He can bring the ball up when he stayed that one that steal. So at one time he was a guard. So, you know, he's just growing into his body right now. So that's going to help him. So I, I feel, you know, uh, the sky's the limit for him. And he's electrifying, too. i gotta, I got to tell a quick uh, personal aside here that I, I had a very dear friend of mine from high school. She was at the game today, and I was catching up with her before the game, and, and I was, we were talking about Obi, and I said, man, he's going to be fun to watch. And she texted me after and said, oh, my gosh, Obi is a freaking stud. She had never been to a Dayton Flyers game before. Her brother's a freshman right now at UD, and it was Lauren's first game. And I said, yeah, it was, that was one of the things that, you know, you're going to get at UD Arenas. You're going to get a show when, it's in for, when you're in for Obi Toppin coming here and just – I thought it was interesting just seeing a first-time observer of him. Just be like, yeah, wow, that, was, that kid is fun to watch. It was, it was great. And, and like uh, Anthony said, the, the crowd really was electric. You know, it got yes. quiet there in the first yes. half and even the second half when it got to 14. But believe me, as a player, you, you feel that sense when the crowd's standing and things. Things So they made a gigantic difference today in the game. And, uh, you know, thank the fans for their support and everything. And he did. He called it a, a quote, big-time atmosphere. He said the crowd was electric was the word that he used as well, Rex. And he said that, you know, they fed off of it. And they needed them today, too, Rex, because yeah. they, they, they were tested today. Yes. They were really, as you mentioned, it was, there was times where you thought, uh, I don't know. And, I, you know, Puckerville was over there across the river <laughs> with a population of about 13,000, Rex, for a little bit. Yes, right? it, it, it certainly <laughs> certainly was. And, you know, you talk about the crowd. The other night I looked at the crowd, the Ohio State-Michigan game at Michigan, a big-time game, 9,000 people yeah. in a 13,000-seat facility. You know, people take this for granted here in town. Yep. We're, we're one of the great venues in, the, in, the, in this, really in the whole United States when NCAA people talk. That's why we get so many games, right. because they know Flyer fans are going to be here. And, an, and another anecdote, to go back to my high school friend Lauren, you know, she was saying she's a Penn State alum, and we know there are football people there in Happy Valley, and that's, that's fine. But her and her husband, who are both Penn State alums, were saying – 
you know what? We, we don't get this at Penn State. Right. Nothing even close to this at a, right. at a Power 5 school like right. in a Big Ten program like Penn State. So it is the envy of a lot of people. Oh, gosh, think, yeah. When you, you do, know, when you look into the recruiting things, you know, we had a recruit there today that you and I were talking about. It's got to make a, a, a situation like, wow, do I come, come to a place that's 13,000 every, every game and it's just electric in the gym? So, you know, it's going to help recruiting. And you look at the kids we're, we've got sitting out this year transfer. There's a big, there's a big reason they're here. Yeah, and you've seen some of them in practice, Rex, Ooh. and these guys uh, are as good as some of them are advertised. Yeah, I'm I'm just impressed by all four or five of them, and uh, their scout team uh, sometimes beats the first team. I mean, they're going up and down the court, and now adding uh, Chase Johnson from, from Florida. Boy, what an athlete he is. Yeah. He just runs the court, and I asked Coach Solomon, I'm allowed to say anything about it. Said, yeah, you know, he's in, he's in role here and everything. And he really seems to bought into what we're doing. And yeah. being from West Virginia, he's close to his family and everything. So they're all going to make a major contribution. I think with the with the current state of this Atlantic 10, Dayton is in the same boat as maybe St. Louis was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. they got a scout team that could finish sixth <laughs> in this conference right now. Right. Yeah, there's <laughs> no doubt about that. But as Dayton is fighting for that, you know, that top four seed, and that first round bye, because as you mentioned, Rex, with this team's depth situation, I don't think anybody much feels like going to Brooklyn to have to win four games no. in as many days to get yourself the auto bid for the 8 10 Yeah, title. that that would be extremely hard, and uh, we just got to keep everybody healthy, and I know they're, they're doing a good job with the nutrition and sleep and everything, so... You know, not, I'm sure tonight guys are going to get a good, good night's rest before they practice and head off to St. Louis. And as I mentioned, a good one to good one to get because after dropping that game against George Mason, if you're talking A-10 title, Rex, you must hold serve the rest of the way at home if you're these Dayton Flyers and try to try to split on the road if you can. That's the recipe. Well, this afternoon, Dayton winner 68-64. We're here live at Flanagan's Puffer Flyer Feedback. After this Dayton win, John Bedell, Rex Gardecki, and you back here live from Flannies after this break for the home stretch of feedback right here on the home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. Catholic Social Services of the Miami Valley strengthens individuals and families in need through acts of faith, service, and charity. We're talking with Laura Resch, CEO of Catholic Social Services Miami Valley. Catholic Social Services, Laura, serves a a really large region, serving 10 counties in all. I would imagine you see a a lot of variety in your work. What, What kind of challenges does that present? Yes, and each community has unique challenges which change over time and also incredible assets that we can build upon as well. Our mission, though, is timeless and our mission never changes. And it's rooted in the gospel call to love and care and serve neighbors in need. And how we do that may change, but the mission itself is perfect and it never changes. So, Laura, how can people help? We would invite uh, all your listeners, Larry, to visit www.cssmv.org, make a gift of financial support, or join our team of 350 dedicated, awesome volunteers who help bring our mission to life every day. Attention light beer drinkers, a message from Bud Light. You've gone far too long without knowing what ingredients are in your beer. And that's a shame, because beer is pretty great especially when it's made with great stuff. And Bud Light is made with the best stuff around, which is why, beginning in February, Bud Light is putting an ingredients label on our packaging because it's the right thing to do. And because you deserve to know your beer's ingredients. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, ABC in Lewis, Missouri. 
Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics as the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools. We treat more student-athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine specialist, visit premierhealth.com slash sportsmed. Premier Health, taking care to a higher level. Foggy conditions continue for the Miami Valley. We're starting to work some of that out of the region, but we could still see fog hanging around into the afternoon hours. High temperature 42 degrees today, looking for some sunshine later in the afternoon. Another foggy night expected tonight with low temperatures dropping to 32. On Sunday, fog in the morning, then sunshine in the afternoon and a high temperature up to 50 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 12 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Flyer Feedback. John Bedell, Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback. After a Dayton win, 68-64, Rex, the Flyers climbed out of a 14-point deficit at one point that was in the first half, but... The deficit was as much as 12 in the second frame, and they uh, the comeback the comeback kids, the cardiac kids at times, Rex, today. Yeah, because then I look at Duquesne's situation. They were down five games in a row. They're down over 14, 16 points, so they were in the yeah. driver's seat. So it was a little different for them today. But it was a good yeah. win at home. Uh, it would have been a tough one to lose, but we won it and uh, get ready and move on. Yep. Dayton uh, now leads the all-time series between these two teams. They've been playing a long time. It's, as I believe, from the... Uh, Pre-game notes we got from uh, SID extraordinaire Doug Hoschild. This is the uh, longest-running rivalry in terms of the volume of games played from an out-of-state rival. So, obviously, that would disqualify Xavier in Miami. Right. I've been playing those two programs for a long time. But Dayton now leads the all-time series, 53 games to 23. The Dukes have now dropped after tonight, or this afternoon, Rex, six straight at UD Arena. But this is historically, I feel like, it feels like anecdotally, Rex, a much yeah. more... Uh, tightly contested oh, series God. in the last, let's say, 10, 12 years yes. than, than what it has been historically. Yeah, I think, you know, the times, I remember in the schedules and sometimes in the 70s and 80s, and we did dominate them there yeah. for a long, long time, and their program was a little bit down. But now with the A-10 and the existence of their recruiting and their coach recruiting, you look around, he's recruiting from all over the country. So yeah. they're going to they're gonna be a tough program to beat in the next couple of years. Yeah, some of those Ron Everhart teams were yeah, thorns oh, in the side sorry. of uh, many a Dayton Flyers uh, campaigns and Obviously, they chose to go in a different direction after the, the coach. It was between him and Dambrot and uh, Keith. I, I believe Keith, knowing him for many, many years and, and watching him coach, I think he'll to get them back on track. But it wasn't to be tonight, and we don't really care about the Duquesne nope. Dukes. And now it's on to St. Louis, and, and that's a crucial one, Rex, uh, on the road now because you've, you've got to kind of divide uh, the remaining schedule into sort of little four-game pockets as much as you can. You've got, you know, now Duquesne. You're through that. you got St. Louis at St. Louis at Rhodey, which I don't care – even if, if with as much as that uh, Rams team has lost out there in Kingston, Rex, that's always a tough place to go play at the Ryan Center. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the return game with VCU here on February 16th. Those are the next four, and I think you got to try to split those road games. And right. I, I think you got. Uh, I don't. The Flyers will not look ahead, but we can as fans and analysts. And I think that is a, a Rams team, uh, the VCU edition. I think that is in for. Uh, a hungry Dayton Flyers team looking for revenge for that uh, that close loss they had at the Siegel Center yeah. in Caffinasium a few weeks ago. We've always played 
VCU very, very well here, yeah, too. Yeah, it's been a good so, rivalry since they played Last year when we just jumped all over them, and it was almost a 30-point victory. But like you say, you take one game at a time. If you can somehow squeeze that game out of St. Louis, makes it a lot easier when you go into to Rhode Island. So yeah. a lot of pressure again on the kids to perform. The coaching staff to, to do their best. So we'll we'll find out here in 48 hours. And with this log jam kind of developing atop yeah. the atop the conference, Rex, you know, I, it, it's you get a you get a team like Duquesne coming in here where, um, you know, it's almost like in a divisional race you're playing somebody who is in your division right. because Duquesne's one of those teams. They're a pod team, so you're going to get the return game with them. But the Dukes are one of those teams that's fighting with you for that that positioning atop the conference, and I think that's sort of a double win today, where you get to seven and two, you drop the Dukes to six and three, right. and now you got a leg up. If you start getting into the tiebreaker scenarios, Rex, yep. you're going to start looking at potentially this game for seeding when it comes time for March. And they're going to beat some teams. Oh on yeah, the road. They're, oh yeah. They're very good defensively, very well coached, and they're going to sneak up on on some teams. And you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see them beat a Davidson on the road or something like that. And as, as Anthony said, too, you know, we, we touched on this a little bit, Rex, but this was a game where overarchingly he felt like the quote he gave Larry was, hey, I thought we grew up a little bit today. What does this kind of game do for this team going forward in this, this gauntlet stretch to finish out the A-10 season? Well, it's got to, you know, you look at Dwayne Cohill coming off the bench making some shots. Those are big shots. I mean, Obi coming off the bench doing things. It's going to give the starting players a little bit more rest. You know, I keep on them. Last time we talked about that. You know, when you're logging 38, 39 minutes, yeah. it's, it's wearing on you physically. So if Dwayne can come in and, and sub a little bit for Jalen or for a Jordan, you know, that gives those guys a little bit of time. Obi taking some of the pressure off of Josh Cunningham. Sure, it would be great if we had 12 players and everything. But at this point, we're playing with really eight players, seven players. So every little minute helps coming on the road and doing this. And Jordan Davis, Anthony also mentioned this in his post-game comments with Larry you heard right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO that – Hey, Jordan Davis maybe didn't have the offensive afternoon he wanted, Rex, but defensively, Anthony felt like he was one of the keys. What did you see out of Jordan he, today? He guards people. He's, he does a great job. I bet you in two years here I haven't heard Jordan say ten words in practice and everything, but I know he takes it. You can, you can tell when you watch him sometimes. It, it, it really hurts him when he's not making a shot, and, you know, people jump on kids, and you got to remember they are kids and everything. He's put his heart and soul into that, and he is, he's a tremendous defensive player. He's going to be a, a good one for the, you know, for the next couple of years guarding people. Ryan Mikesell with a, a quiet six tonight, and I don't mean like, I mean, I, I do mean a quiet six, but, you know, defensively he had his head on straight, Rex, and he is continuing, I think. Going back to the, the, the road game at VCU, Ryan Mikesell, I don't even think if it, if it's even an argument, Rex. He's in the midst of the best basketball he's played in the Dayton Flyers there's, uniform here in his career. There's no doubt about that, and he's finally healthy, and that's, yeah. that's a big thing. You know, when coming off of two really major hip surgeries, he's, he's getting his, his body into shape, and he's, he's able to guard a two, three, or four. That's the nice yeah. thing about him. He can get out with long arms and a good wing. He can, he can play a lot of different positions. It's hard for him to guard a five, you know, at six, right. six, six, seven. But like I say, he's capable of guarding a two, three, and four in this, in this league. And he's one of those guys that you and I have talked about this off the air, and I think many – I know many people talk about this, and, one of the, and you hear it on the national broadcast when they get games. Mike Sill is one of those guys, and this is no knock on him. It's just the truth, Rex. He doesn't do any one thing right. tremendously. He just does everything well. Well, And you need those kind of guys yeah. in conference play and, you, and a veteran leader like that. Right, and you look at his free throw percentage, knocking free throws down. Uh, it's nice to have a kid in the lineup like that at the end of the game. You can throw him in there, and he can handle the ball without any, any problems. I mean, I think people across the country are looking at him saying, you know, he's, he's really – turning into a nice player, yeah. a really, really nice player. And before people get all heated in my mentions here, let me just mention this, that 
he's not I'm not comparing the two from an overall point of view, but he's playing a little bit like Deshaun Pierre lately. Yep, yep. He can step is. out and shoot the three. You can put him in the middle of that yep. zone and, and play underneath and inside that zone. He can pass out of the post. He can switch around him defensively. He's playing pretty well right now. Great player. And Obi Toppin had himself a heck of a Ooh. game. Lead the way with 26 points, a new career high for the Dayton win, 68-64. So one more time, Dayton winner this afternoon. That's going to do it for us. Flyers fan shouts to Produce Griffey. Uh, Producer Griffey kept us on the air today. Our next game is St. Louis, Tuesday night at 9 p.m. with the Arch Baron Cup on the line. So we will see you on the radio Tuesday night, Flyer fans. Until then, from my partner, Rex Gardecki, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.